Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me is Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials is Jacob the Audio Guy. Oh, it feels so good. We're preaching fun. Um, so, uh, Jacob, Jacob, you're not feeling well? I don't feel so good. You're oh. fine. Oh. You're just jealous that Paul's getting so much attention for being sick? Exactly. Canceling guests for Paul and yep. finding coverage for Paul at Fifty Shades. Just got a text from the first scoop. Looking to come see Fifty Shades tonight. That Good. I'll be seeing Paul. Oh, I'll see if so, they're here. So sorry. I'm gonna see if they're here later on this week. Hmm. <clears throat> um, I uh, I went and saw Beautiful. Yeah. Do you know the musical Beautiful? I Carol, do. I saw it here. Carol King. Carol King musical. Yeah, it's a, a musical, kind of Jersey Boys style of musical. Well, about, that's it. About her life. I called and it, has the music. I called it Juicy Boys. Ooh, Juicy Boys! It's about it's about Jewish people doing the same exact story as Jersey Boys. It's right. very interesting. Mm. Uh, no, it was a great show, though. It's a really good it's show. A good show. It's funnier than I thought. Yeah. it would be. Um, so it's it's it's, it's a well written, good show. It's a funny show. It is a uh, it is that that modern day jukebox musical. Yep. And that the music is not trying to tell the story. The story is when this music got made. Yes. When when did this song get written? Then who sang it afterward? Yeah. And such a one and so forth. She wrote a lot of songs that I had no idea. She did. She wrote a buttload of songs. She wrote Locomotion. Yes. The that's... dance song Locomotion. Yeah. And her babysitter sang it. Yeah. And Pleasant Valley Sunday. Yeah. Uh, she co-wrote. Yep. Um, yeah. And I believe it was her babysitter. That stuff is great. All that kind yeah. of fun stuff. We love the origins of music. Right? Oh, yeah. I was thinking that like the best musical by that definition would be The Wrecking Crew. Oh, yeah. That would make a good musical. That would it? make a good musical. That it would be impossible to get all the licensing, but yeah. But somehow That's they're true. doing it. All the licensing for these songs are doing it. I mean yeah. Carol King can't own all those all those songs. They I figured it out so. for the show. Yeah, that was that was a really good documentary. Yeah, that documentary is incredible. Yeah. Someone's gotta be working <clears throat> on that musical if that's Maybe. the case. Well, because Carol and I, I didn't realize Carol King worked for Kind of a, a wrecking crew style of a of, of a songwriting factory, right? Well, that's the thing. I, mean, the, the, I was talking about this with Penn afterward, but the idea, like that, Bob Dylan ruined songwriting is kind of true. Oh, so like when Bob Dylan hit in the early '60s, and he wrote his own stuff and, right. and made it his own poetry and stuff, it created this whole era where it was started to become frowned upon. To sing someone else's songs, you should be trying to sing Top your own. Writer, yeah. And so you'd be more of an artist. And with that, the songwriting occupation is certainly never, never been the same. Sure. And also, as Penn pointed out, and then a lot of the songwriting that's actually being recorded is terrible. Right. You know? And, and I was thinking about this, and I was thinking that's kind of true for stand-up. Not, you know, in, in both the good ways and bad, right? Stand-up clubs used to go and just tell jokes, and then people would offer you jokes, and you try to use it in your act, and then you try to kind of build up an act. But it was it was not frowned upon at all to use uh, writers. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, like, you know, and, and Paul and I, we definitely know this, is that you, you, you stand-ups don't, especially bigger, famous, more famous stand-ups, don't uh, publicize the fact that they use writers because they right. would be frowned upon, that we want it to be their own voice. Even though writing for someone else's voice is exactly what writers mm-hmm. do. Sure. 
Uh, and then in place of that, I'm glad that, you know, that the people who are really good at stand up really do write in their own voice and write most of their own stuff and everything else. But I, uh, on the lower rungs, it sure could, people sure, sure could use some joke writing. Yeah. And, and that, and that yeah. idea of like passing around jokes probably could have helped some people out a little bit. And it sure doesn't Help happen now. Out a little bit, that's for sure. <laughs> Jeez. And yeah, so it was, it was that notion of it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was definitely, it definitely was the, in terms of it being a Broadway hit, it definitely is about a Jewish girl. What makes me make crazy about the songwriting of today yeah. is <laughs> like, you've got like your pinks and your, um, uh, who's the, that's it. End of name. List. Any other singer, Carrie Underwood's <laughs> and your, yeah. What's her nuts? The singer, oh, sure, her. the one who won the first American Idol. Oh, G- uh, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Oh, okay. But like, there are several examples of songs that were written for Pink that end up being sung by Kelly Clarkson and vice versa. Right. And if you listen to them with the slightest inkling of that, yeah. you can hear it. Yeah, and it bothers. It's stupid. It it's bothers like you. Pink would have done better with that. Or Kelly Clarkson would have done better with that. Yeah, I guess right. like there's a song that kind of there's an mm. article out about a song that was basically written for Justin Bieber, uh, but it was sampled from the songwriter. So it was an acoustic version of the songwriter who sold it to Justin Bieber singing it, and then it was sampled and put into another hit. And someone's like, "See, you guys give this person all this credit for being hip, and meanwhile they're singing Justin Bieber, and it's just it's like, like guys, lets you know but what not a, really, yeah. It lets you know what a good him. song is. Is that a good song can be sung by a pop star, make it sound real poppy, or it can be sung soulfully on an acoustic guitar and sound awesome? Sure. You know, it's just that's what that's what good songwriting does. Yeah. And I guess like Sia is probably an example of wouldn't want to be no. Sia uh, is probably a good example of uh, the American public being totally cool with someone being a songwriter, right? And writing songs for other people and those songs being hits, right? I guess so. So we, I guess it's in the mainstream. We are maybe more okay with it. Paul, Paul, bring up your other examples. Makes me, I'm kind of wrong, right? People, people are kind of accepting that that pop stars buy great songs. Yeah, yeah. But, um, well, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah, I don't think they know. Right. Yeah, I don't think most people pay attention. Most people don't know. Right. That's because they listen to the radio. If you still listen to the radio, God help you. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing with your life? I'm too busy listening to CDs in my car. Oh, that's where I'm living, baby. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to get that fucking CD player so soon. And then I'm going to be high on the hog again. There it is. Um, back in the high life, baby. Back in the high life again. I did a uh, weird corporate gig. I'm probably one of the strangest ones. <laughs> this one oh, was this. weird, huh? This is weird. So it was a slot tournament. Yeah. A slot tournament. Uh, you hosted the tournament? Well, that's the thing. I've never done a slot tournament. Have you done a slot tournament before? I have been around and worked slot tournaments several times as a space alien. Okay, that's the thing. Yeah, so this is basically <clears> that. <throat> I uh, but we did it as a as the as a '90s send off of SNL. Mm-hmm. This is great. This this organization. I mean, they recreated the sets. They I, it was so pretty I, elaborate. I was cast as the Weekend Update anchor, right? Which is the funniest one to get cast as because. Everyone else was a character that had distinct costume. And, and you were a guy in a suit. I was a guy in a suit. So if I left my set, no one knew I was with the, with the, <laughs> with the people. I was instantly camouflaged. If I stepped yeah. two steps away from my set, 
No one knew who I was. Everybody else was a 90s. Opera Man, uh, not so much. Yeah. To the point where we were like, we're asking. Yeah, there was Opera Man, Church Lady. Uh, my wife was Mary Catherine Gallagher, Mary which was Catherine amazing. Gallagher. Which is, by the yeah. way, she doesn't need money to dress up and walk around as Mary Catherine Gallagher. That's her favorite character, her favorite oh, SNL player. Oh, oh. She was that costume for multiple Halloweens. Hilarious. So, is that her costume? Uh, no, but okay. that's what she was jealous. It was more accurate. Oh, than the she put together. <laughs> was, this this group did an amazing job. Yeah, they looked good. The well, they also really hired good. like ridiculously talented people to yeah, be these uh, SNL characters. Yeah, so they had uh, Greg, who's going on for 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 Paul tonight as uh, as Christian Gray, the yeah. the original Christian Gray here in Vegas, uh, played Linda Richmond. Hilariously awesome. so. Yeah. Was very funny. He was who you think you hire when you hire improv actors to interact. He was who everyone thinks they're getting for that. Right. He knew everyone's name. He knew all much personal information. He never turns it off. He was loud and heard and make people laugh. He was amazing. I was like, he oh my god, he is perfect for these gigs. Like yeah. he is doing. He plays it. He's shameless and just and owning the room and it yeah. is great. Slot tournament. That has this kind of money is crazy. Okay, so this is at the win. So yeah. This was like minimum $5,000 buy-in. The most was $25,000 to buy-in. And you got like, you know, the room at the win. Sure. You get, the, there was a high-end buffet happening the entire time. After the slot tournament was over, the winners would be announced at a night where they had a headlining stand-up comedians and a dinner for everyone wow. who was in the tournament. I mean, it's crazy. Scoops, if you're thinking about... Um doing this just to get the room and the buffet and everything at the win. Yeah. Uh, I will set that up for you. You just give me $25,000 <laughs> and I will set up your room and buffet at the win for you. Well, that's it. And then we're interacting as SNL characters the whole time. Uh, what was interesting for me was that, uh, so I couldn't leave the desk, but I had little, little note cards and a pen. So okay, I started good. writing jokes. I started writing jokes on pieces of paper to get people to come up and want to get their picture taken on the set. Uh, and so when I was, I was standing behind the map of Alaska and I, and I'm in the map of the world. And I said, what's larger than my head or Alaska? That was getting laughs. I can name only three to five countries behind me. Um, and then I start, and then I wrote, I was like, oh, I gotta be careful. I'm at the win, right? Uh, I'm at the win. Win's a big Republican. Uh, these are people with five to $25,000 of disposable income. Sure. But these are people with five to $25,000 of disposable income that will spend it on a slot tournament. Yes. That's a very strange category. I don't know how to read this room. Right. So I wrote, uh, I'm wearing Donald Trump's tie and Hillary Clinton's pants. And I put that up and I left that stand on my coffee mug. And that got me the most interaction. Then people started coming up and laughing and talking to me at that. It was, it was, my, it was my attempt at like a totally nonpartisan down the middle political joke, totally right down the middle. Yep. That's political good. Joke. I, uh, Almost retweeted, I might still, or reshared on Facebook. Uh, garbage Pail Kids have been going off. I you love that this is a discussion about something that Paul almost retweeted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you talk about nonpartisan, like they hit everybody with their stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's some really funny stuff. You should retweet it. I think I will. Or we can put together our first weekly newsletter. You should put it in the weekly newsletter. It's, it's some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was it. And so I was curious. What was going to happen? This is right when, uh, this is the day, you know, this is right when the Donald Trump, Billy Bush conversation yeah. had hit. This is the day after. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar. Uh, a lot of women, get familiar. Uh, a lot of women uh, at this slot tournament, they all came up and railed against Hillary Clinton. Oh, interesting. And I'm in a corporate gig, so I'm not, it's not the time to be like, well, you're you not know. Say, you're not saying fuck all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But it was crazy because it was all, it basically was like, it was a, I was in a room full of Trump voters all day. Yeah. And it was really weird. It was really weird. Um, and they were all women. So I guess I thought, I was like, I was like, I thought like the whole, like, uh, if women should be offended or whatever, it was just, they don't care. They, don't, they didn't care. Yeah. I talked to my mom last night. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, me too. I was just like, oh yeah. How's Paul's mom? Yeah, she's good. Good. You know, I was just like, yeah, Trump. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. And she's like, yeah, but I don't like Hillary either. Hey, Paul, you're sick, but there's still a microphone. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Hillary turns off a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Good story. Yeah. How'd your mom react to that? I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I oh. just thought it. I was just oh. like, I was like, of course. Good, good, good. But I mean, there it is. Still. <laughs> still. With all this stuff. I know. They're still yeah. like, yeah, but. Yeah. But I don't care. Sit out. If you don't want to vote, sit out. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's getting to. Yeah, that's, that's she's like, I'm going to have to write somebody in. I'm like, great. Do it. Whatever. Go for yeah. it. I mean, who the fuck cares? It's the best over. thing you could it's do. It's over. Honestly, I really feel like we're done. It, it's here's, like democracy is done. What's bothering it's everyone? Gonna oh. be, it's going to be. Oh, I thought you meant the election. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, the, the election is definitely done. Yeah. But the level of discourse from this point forward has been lowered, period. A poll just came out uh, a little while ago that has yeah. Gary Johnson ahead of Trump in uh, registered voters. That's great. And here's I can why. See that. I Gary Johnson's not going to win. So everyone wants to cry Aleppo sure. with a foreign leader thing. Gary, Gary Johnson will be doing zero foreign policy right. from here on out. If Jill Stein gets 5%, the Green Party gets 5%. If right. Gary Johnson gets 5%, that money that they spend getting on the ballot in all 50 states goes away. If they get 5%, they just get on the ballot. Then the next election, someone besides Gary Johnson... Well, the money doesn't go away, but the money gets to be the money gets spent for something yeah, yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, exactly. Having to spend money on getting on the ballot... They don't have to use that... That bill goes away. The yes. money gets to be used mm-hmm. towards actual campaigning. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, just get more perspectives on the stage. How great yeah. would, it, would a four-way debate between four different political oh, yeah. parties hang issues actually matter? Right. It would actually, and it would actually make, make it would actually educate voters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't be this mudslinging fucking bullshit. It's as he said, she said. Well, I mean, how great would these debates be right now if it was you know Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton, uh, Trump, and like Ted Cruz? Well, yeah. The thing that kills me too is you know so many people in this heated right versus left stuff want to talk founding fathers. And the founding fathers warned against the two-party system. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They're exactly. Like, Don't do it. Yeah. It's 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 <clears throat> dumb. It's dumb. Uh, yeah. I really I really go by what the founding fathers did, uh, which is why I only wear bifocals. Yes. And I keep slaves. Yeah. And, and uh, good leg sockings, by the way. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for noticing. I leached my teeth this morning. Good. <laughs> Uh, I need them to. up good. I need, I'm going back to my de- dental hygienist tomorrow morning. Get a teeth leeching. I should. I need help. Teeth yeah. leeching. We're, we're fighting the good fight. I got to tell you, I don't care who becomes president. My dental hygienist is doing the Lord's work. <laughs> they are. Where are you at? How, how many stops in is this? This will be my third stop. Three quarters of my teeth getting looked at. And every right. time that she's just like, what is going on here? Oh, <laughs> she's really worried about my gums. My gums are like the Jersey Shore. Oh, no. Filled with Long Island dudes doing steroids. No. Needles uh, uh, <laughs> and failed casinos. Yeah, yeah. Receding. Uh, no, my gums are like the Jersey Shore. Uh, filled with uh, Long Island Jewish people pretending to be Staten Island Italian people. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> little yes. regional humor, everybody. Zing. Little regional humor. 
It started with Juicy Boys. I'm on a kick. Stay down, Jersey. Uh, I miss it. Mm, I don't. Of I don't miss the Jersey Shore at all. Yeah. I miss Jersey Shore. I used to go to Jersey, Jersey. The most times, and this most people who live there will tell you that you, you go to the beach the most often on the off seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, uh, going to the beach in the winter time when it's cold and windy, but you get your jacket on and you walk out on the sand with in and the 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 stars. The sky is never clearer than in the winter. So the, seeing oh, yeah. the seeing the stars from the beach in Jersey in the winter is gorgeous. And going in the fall and spring before it all kicks off, when it's just kind of chilly, but it's nice being in this little fall wear, a little long sleeve, but nice. Yeah. Oh, That's good. the best makeout time at the beach, guys. Oh, oh, you need a little cuddle going on? Yeah. Well, uh, any, Come on. Anytime you don't have to sweat. Yeah. Sweat free, sweat free fucking the Paul Mattingly way. <laughs> Paul's actually teaching a webinar. If you want to sign up for Paul's yeah. webinar, sweat free, fu- sweat free fucking. Sweat free fucking. Um, SFF. Because I'm sweat free. Free fucking. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Oh, so here's the thing. So we're doing the gig. My wife's dressed as Mary Catherine Gallagher. Yes. Uh, this is definitely her story. She should be telling on the air somewhere, but she doesn't have a podcast. Okay. Amongst amongst the populace. Yes. Is one particular creepy old man. Good. Okay. He's got a creepy man bun, which Good. someone might say I'm being redundant, but this is even creeper than a typical man bun. Is it gray? He is gray. He's 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 probably I don't pushing think I've eighty. I've seen a gray man bun. Yeah, it's gray greasy That's... man bun. Ooh. And where the bun was was at an odd place. He was not Asian, but it was at like a samurai yeah, place high. on this. It was like a yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. It was a toppy. Kind of, the hair's not quite long. Toppy rat taily greasy gray. Greasy gray. Slower man pinned bun. man bun. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. No. Goes up to my wife. She's dressed as Mary Catherine Gallagher, which if you don't know the character, uh, it was uh, it's like a, a Catholic school uniform. Yep. Right. Sweater or a little plaid skirt, little gym She's socks. Basically like a 14-year-old yeah. girl. Yeah, and, it, and it's not meant to be attractive. It's spastic. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife is walking around like throwing herself into couches, stuffing her fingers underneath her armpits and smelling them. This Good. is the character. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah, she's gross. She's hilarious. So this guy... I'm going to do it with like the, the, the breath. I'm going to do it at the pace of which he said what he said oh. to her. He said, uh, you remind me of my granddaughter. Really, like a lot, of, a lot of spunk, a lot of energy. Also had great legs. Also wore really tight, tight panties. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Wait, what? Yeah, that pace. That. Oh. You remind me of my granddaughter. Stop. A lot of energy and spunk. Stop. Really nice legs. Stop. Oh, what? Also wore really tight panties. Ah! Boom, 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 boom. Right in a row. That fast. That went from, oh, how nice to... Exactly. The speed of which that emotional roller coaster took place. I like this a lot. If he had left it at legs, you would have just been stuck, right? Sure. But then he went all the way to panties... Well, you can't stop at legs. Well, it's like he just... Ha, ha. He just ja- was like, Jacob needs that shirt. It's as if he was you like... can't stop at legs. You can't, can't stop, stop at legs. legs. Uh, <laughs> and then my wife had to continue to share the room with this guy. Right. Because oh. he's not leaving. Yeah. And she was she... actively cheering for him to lose the slot tournament. Oh. <laughs> just so he could leave. Just like my granddaughter. <laughs> Like my granddaughter. She's so spunky. Full of energy. 
Like my granddaughter. You know, some people in the family think that uh, she got her spunkiness from the tight panties. Yeah, so there's, a, there's a contingent at the reunions that believe that. Uh, there's a lot of debate. Yeah. I got my spunkiness on her tight panties. Yeah, that's right, I did. <laughs> I'm so turned on now. Oh, God, oh. no. No. No, run. As if he's like, you remind me of my granddaughter. Oh, shoot. Now she's going to think I'm not sexually attracted to her. I better clear this <laughs> yes. up. That's kind of the way it seemed like it went in his head. Yeah. I should let her know I want to fuck her, not I, that she's family-like. I right. got to stop opening with granddaughter. <laughs> I got to get right down to I should just start with the panty you, talk. You look good. Let's just go there. You know, you I got to tell you. Like out of my all... granddaughter. Oh, oh, damn it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> out of all the tight-pantied women that I've seen today, you are the most fuckable. Yeah. You are the most like my granddaughter. Oh, oh damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Oh. How old are you? Oh, that's older than my granddaughter. Not that I want to fuck my granddaughter, oh, but I man. do want to fuck you. Am I confusing things? I got to keep hitting this button on this slot machine. <laughs> nice legs. Slot tournaments are weird. <laughs> yeah. They're really weird. Yeah. There's no, I mean, obviously it's gambling. There's no skill involved. But, you know, like poker tournaments, there's skill involved. It makes sense to me. But this one, the good is that they're over in a half hour each sure. round. That's what's mm-hmm. good. And so this one, they played three rounds of 10 minutes to keep the two highest scores, uh, which keeps people nice and confused. So they come back for the dinner to find out who won, <laughs> which is nice. I get that. That's the good planning. <laughs> but it's 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 you cheer them on and everyone gets surrounds them and they go to this velvet rope and there's just a lot of slot machines in this private banquet room right you have the timers on they got like a dj oh, playing boy. the whole time to keep you pumped with the music pumped up for you the whole time and by the way the music that dj was playing i don't think it was in the demographic of the people who were playing in this tournament you don't no no the stuff their granddaughters listen to yeah oh it's a little too spunky huh yeah. And so they just sit there and you just hit a you hit the, it's not even the one arm bandits everybody. It's not it's not like you're it's just you're, a button. It's just a button and then you you tap it rapidly because you don't know when it is like the first time you can get it to spin so you want to get the most spins in in 10 minutes. Right. So people just sit there for 10 minutes straight while music blares at them and you cheer artificially for them as they just rapidly tap that button. Yeah. For 10 minutes hoping to win as much as possible. Yeah. It's strange. Mm-hmm. Now uh, on the other end of it is that in the $25,000 round, okay, the grand prize was two hundred seventy-five grand. That's that's real money. That's real money. And then only 15 people at this particular slot tournament could afford to enter this at that round. Huh. So to have a 1 in 15 chance of winning 275 grand in an hour yeah. is pretty amazing. Sure. I mean, that's what this is what makes Vegas beautiful. <clears throat> right. Now... For those of you saying, Matt, 150 odds are terrible. You're right. Yeah. But compared to any other thing where you could win 275 grand, that's I mean, it's best. better odds than me winning 275 grand in the next hour just, just <laughs> yeah. doing what I'm doing. Right. Or playing a lottery or a stretch sure. off or something like that. Um, have you ever fantasized about getting an obscene amount of scratch off tickets? No. I've always thought it'd be really fun to buy like a thousand scratch off tickets or something like that. <laughs> and just see how you yeah, break even like, or what. Yeah, see yeah, if you yeah, wear like, down like a quarter. Really, like, yeah, I know, but it's not in your favor. It's still not in your favor. I know that. So I've never done it. Right. Um, and I'm, I've never had a, a spare thousand dollars. But uh, uh, but I've always thought about that. There's a guy who got in trouble at the gas station for doing that. Uh, he basically, uh, you know, lied, you know, the kind of like lied until it becomes true kind of thing. He basically kept taking scratch offs out. And then he was going to hit and then put the money in the register. 
So he's working like an all night shift at the uh, at the at the <gasps> gas station. Oh, so he's working. And he starts pulling he's scratch offs out. Scratch offs. And he eventually wants to just scratch a winner and then get the pay and then just put the yeah. And it just didn't happen. And so the guy, the guy just you know he threw them all away and was like, whoop. Yeah. So the the, the store lost like something like five hundred dollars in scratch off tickets, and mm, there's, right. there wasn't enough. There was like maybe like fifty dollars worth of winners, oh. kind of thing. So he owed the store four hundred fifty bucks or something and got fired. And that's well, that's three months of work at that store. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a bad move. <clears throat> it's a bad move across the board. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like lotteries aren't uh, aren't designed <laughs> for people to win. Right, right. Almost. And then 14 people at the slot tournament kind of agree with you. Yeah. Doesn't the term lottery mean you will win? Oh, I don't well, know. someone will. <laughs> oh, I was like, I have no idea. No, no. Uh, uh, no, no, I get it now. No, I'm, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. No, no. Uh, this story, I love this story. Mm. This guy won the lottery. And he was, uh, he basically he had he had two two girlfriends going. Okay. And he didn't know who he was gonna stay with. He was gonna stay with. Ooh. And he, and he hit he hit like for it was like for like half a mil or something. Okay. Like that. But he kept it on the QT. Yeah, and he was he was a shady fella. Clearly, he had two girlfriends that didn't know each other. Mm. So he got two uh, fake winning lottery tickets. So he he made two fake versions of it. Uh-huh. Okay. And he and he came home to both of them separately and said, "Oh my God, I won! I can't believe I won! Listen, I got to go away for business. But when I come back, we're gonna cash this thing." And he handed them. Oh, he handed the two girls. He gave them the test. He gave them a test, and one of them failed. She she went and tried to cash it. One of the girls went to try to cash it while he was away, and then he called up and she called him up, cursing him out because she was basically when you try to that's if you that's, try and get one, it's, you're going to get in trouble. it's a criminal. Yeah, yeah. So right. The, the police show up at, at where she tries to redeem the lottery thing for large amounts. You have to go get it redeemed. Right. Uh, you can't just like you know whatever. It's not, it's not like you go to the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't just go to the Seven Eleven with the half mil ticket. The cops show up. She's like, "What's going on?" And then uh, she calls him out and. She calls to get upset and saying, like, they're trying to tell me our lottery ticket isn't valid. And he just laughs and laughs and laughs at her. And he just says, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's not going to happen for you. Sorry. Oh, no. (laughs) And so. You just lost the lottery. Yeah. And so he came back and found, stayed with the girl who stayed with them, and they went off and with a half a mil somewhere. I'm sure the story is, and they lived happily ever after. No. I'm sure. I'm sure. No. You don't. No. You don't start with a fairy tale beginning like that and not have a fairy tale ending. No, no, They've just no. been fantastic no. partners in life ever since. From there, it just so. escalated to the kind of cruel tricks that half a million dollars can afford. You. Those oh, two people are Barack and Michelle Obama. Oh boy. <laughs> You're right. This story, yeah, this story is a movie. It is not the last act. It is no, the first it's act. It's the first act. Let's yeah. see how far it goes. It's like, well, I got to keep testing your loyalty. You understand, right? $500,000. I have to test you at every turn. Act three, somebody's getting killed with a spork. Yeah. That's true. That is absolutely true. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, just him handing more fake winners to the waitresses and stuff just to keep <laughs> keep keep getting more chicks in the pool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. My wife wears tight panties, just so we know. She was wearing cheerleader panties. You know what I mean? Like she was she was she knew she was gonna be throwing herself on a couch. It like, wasn't like she was all like hot pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With leggies. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was it was weird. 
Aye, aye, aye. Did your wife tell you, uh, jumping back to uh, Beautiful, did your wife tell you that I that I texted her right after I saw Beautiful? Yes. Yeah. It's very kind, yeah. Uh, there's there's rumors of it wanting to come here to Las Vegas as a regular yes. thing. Uh, there's a role or two in there that she would be perfect for. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I... I I saw it with SJ. Yeah. And right after the show, SJ and I were, were chatting. And I said to SJ, because uh, it, it occurred to me during the second act, and I said to her after the show, um, you know who would be perfect to play Carol King? Oh, no. And she goes, me? I said, no, no, no. Sarah Lowe. Oh, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> yeah. You cruel, cruel bastard. <clears throat> but we know this. Mm-hmm. Did, was Sarah upset at you? For, uh, was SJ Sarah upset at you for no. upset at you for Sarah? No, no, no. No, because she she said, "Yeah, that's not it's not really my type." Yeah, um, I do think that she would make an excellent uh, the uh, the the female uh, co star. Yes, I guess. yeah, yeah. The other I, I think she'd be I think she'd be very good at that. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, let's see. My kid lied to me. Have we talked about that? No, this is the first big lie. Yeah, I talked about him in Sunday school, but he well he he lied in a way that was like he like uh, lying is because because kids accidentally lie all the time or whatever, or just make up stories and kind of just. They experiment with talking. You know what I mean? He's three. So there's not like, there's the, there's those kind of casual things, but mm-hmm. like, uh, like purposely. This is your first premeditated lie. Yeah, like he purposely manipulated oh, okay. the situation, right? With a lie. Yeah. So we, we have a camera. We have a, we have a camera that uh, uh, in his room that we can open up an app on our phone yeah. or the iPad and we can look and look at him in his room, right? He loves this. He, he loves getting out the iPad and walking in out of his room. And seeing himself come in and out of the room, there's like a delay. Oh, okay. There's a delay, and he loves yeah walking to the room and then seeing himself walk in the room and then saying something. And then if his if his iPad's up loud enough, it creates that loop. Yeah. Oh, it gets a little feedback wherever the loop will yeah, go. Keep saying it. Over yeah, it'll keep over saying again. it over and over again. Okay. Uh, and so, uh, so he was playing with it, but I want to get him out of the house and then trying to time it. Timing was tight. Got to get out of the house. We're gonna go to the park. Get to the park now. Right. Right. So I got the kids kids up, packing them up. He's still looking at the uh, his room on the iPad, and he just goes, uh, uh, so like, let's get our shoes on, let's get in the car. And he says, uh, hold on, Dad, I forgot something in my room. I'm going to go get it real quick. <laughs> Verbatim. He's learning like, all these little colloquium, like, like my wife and I have uses so, use so much, I guess what people call like excess and apologetic language all mm-hmm. the time. And so he, he literally said it that way. I forgot something up in my room. I think I'm going to go get it real quick. And then he just... Holding, holding the iPad just starts marching to the stairs. He's done. He's, he's heading up. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to go hang out in the room for a while. And I said, well, what did you forget in your room? Like, <laughs> I pack everything for you. Uh-huh. I'm the one who packs everything for you to go everywhere. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And uh, Did uh, you forget bullshit? <laughs> exactly. And so I said, what did you forget? What are you getting? And he goes, I'll be right back down. Uh-huh. And then marched back up to his room from the stairs mm. and i was like oh fuck get off my case dad exactly i was like this at three? Oh, you're done at three i'm gonna i'll be you're, right down you're so done dude oh how many piercings is he gonna have by 12 i don't know like on his dick alone uh, right i don't know prince albert forget he's gonna have the whole royal family exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna like, it's gonna be more like the after wreck version of grace of monaco yeah down there <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking mess. Oh, he's gonna have the full Princess Diana. Yeah, uh, I'm dead. If he's, yeah. already, if he's already manipulating, masterminding me now at three, I'm dead. Uh, so did he go? Did he go back up or did you stop him? 
Uh, I stopped him. <clears throat> okay. I stopped him and laughed at him. <laughs> and laughed. You humiliated him. Laughed long. It's Good. great. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, you oh, stupid oh. child. What a foolish gambit. My nickname from now is Dumb Fuck. I call him Dumb <laughs> Fuck all the time. Good. <laughs> Good for the esteem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jacob, I just saw that you were on Dickorama.com. I, I checked out Dickorama.com. Uh, 25,000 website. Uh, com slash dicks. Wow. The first one is a dickorama. It is someone put a pirate uh, outfit and photoshopped it onto the penis picture. Yep. So we have a, a chapeau seduction escalated. We have a poster for supposed, chapeau. It's supposed to be a chef hat on the penis there, but that's a, they did an okay job there. But that's All right. All right. Legit cock with a thing. And then we got some stuff. This is from our buddy uh, Andrew who sent us really quali- quality photos oh, before. Yeah. This is, here's the thing. I, I like it because it, Absolutely fits the qualifications of sure. of our thing. He had done these photos previously. Okay, where he had, he had done. He's a real photographer, so he put he put real toys right. on real women, and so this is wonderful, wonderful pictures of toys on women's bodies. Right, that are real. Uh, and then uh, uh, it's it's really great, and the Star Wars one is really funny to me. Yeah, but there's some great great photos on on uh, Dickorama. So that's password fuckface or facefuck, depending on which one you want to type in. Yep. And of course, the OG right there, the, the, the Legend Zelda, of Zelda. Legend of Zelda, which is exactly what we thought a Dickorama would be. Yes. It's a true shoebox with a penis as a character. Mm-hmm. Somebody built a diorama and stuck a dick in it. Yep. Yeah. Fighting a uh, an amiibo. A big dick in there, I might say. <laughs> yeah. a, a lovely dick. A big, lovely dick in there, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't let that intimidate you from making your own Dickorama. No. No, no, no. Um, all right, we should get into some scoop mail, shall we? Yeah, we should. Message for you, sir. Uh, first I should mention, um, Amazon.com slash shops slash impact comics. Uh, we have, we have our scoop friend here, uh, that does, uh, he has a, a shop on Amazon and, uh, head over there, let him know that you are with, uh, with us and we get a little, uh, we get a little taste of that. Yeah. So yeah, that's oh, wait. from, that's oh, wait. from uh, Super Scoop. Oh, wait. He put up a link. Okay, here's the thing. So uh, uh, he made a link. Hold on. I forwarded you that or didn't I? Yeah, Amazon.com slash shops slash Impact Comics. Yeah. So go there. And uh, we, we, he's, he, we've, we've made hundreds of dollars. Yeah. The, uh, the promo code is hey scoop. Singular Scoop. Almost hundreds of dollars off of this. Yes. Almost $100? Almost. No, we've definitely made $100 off of okay, this. Okay, great. We've made more than $100 on this. Awesome. Yeah. So this is our first like real deal sponsor, I guess. Right. But this is a guy, if you remember the, his story, he's stuck with a shitload of inventory. Right. Uh, he's supposed to open mm-hmm. up a shop and then it didn't work out. And so he's a shitload of inventory that he's trying to unload. And the uh, the password for the savings is Hey Scoop. When yes. You go, when you go to that link, you type in Hey Scoop at checkout. There's not a room for the yes. Uh, and that gets you 20% off of your 20% order. 20% off. So there's a bunch of really great merchandise over there. If you like Paul and you're like into cool toys and merch. I saw Jacob scrolling through there. I was like, oh, look at that. I want yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Some, uh, some, some good graphic novels there. Mm-hmm. So it's all there. Some nice pop vinyls. Yep. Some nice uh, Marvel Legends figures. So Amazon.com, what is it? Amazon.com slash, uh, let me get right down to it, slash shops slash impact comics one okay. word impact comics impact comics slash shop slash impact comics and then the uh, promo code is hey scoop that gets you 20 percent off your order and uh, it also gets uh he sends 20 percent of the order to uh to us as well so uh it's a good price for you a good deal for you and it help and it helps us out so yeah head over there amazon.com slash shops slash impact comics 
check it out. All right. And thank you, Super Scoop, for setting that up. And here's one from Salt Lake Scoop. I have this reoccurring dream, and since you guys are qualified as any dream expert, I thought that maybe you could help me out. It's true. We are. We are. We are at least as qualified. Maybe more. Uh, I'm a 39-year-old male, and I don't think I had this dream when I was in school. It started later in life. I have this dream that I am in high school, and I can't remember my locker number or locker combination. Well, if you don't know the locker number, then the combination hardly matters. (laughs) Dream solved. Yeah. Done. Next. Uh, The bell rings, and I need to get my books for my next class. I don't know which locker is mine, uh, but I wait, and I figure out which locker is mine by other people going to their lockers. uh, Something like, oh, my locker is three lockers over from that blonde girl, etc., Uh, Most of the time I go to my locker and my muscle memory will open the lock. Occasionally I can't get the locker open. In my dream, I always think that I should write it down or put it in my phone. I didn't have a phone when I was in high school since I graduated in 1996. I don't really know uh, what happens from there. The hall is pretty much uh, C Hall from Cibola High School in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, the old C Hall. That's right. Uh, I put uh, C Halls by the seashore. (laughs) I, I put Cibola in there just to see if Jacob gets it right. What are the odds on a Vegas guy from Louisiana uh, correctly pronouncing the Spanish name for Pueblo? Uh, probably probably none? great. I mean, none. <clears throat> yeah, huge. Uh, I'm writing this in September of 2016, so I am sure that I had a great time at Scoop Fest 2016 and any other Scoop Fest that have happened between uh, then and uh, when I wrote this and when it got on the air. Ah, oh, boo. You actually made it. Yep. I can't fuck you in the face. I can't remember what combination would open your faces. And that's from Salt Lake Scoop. <laughs> All right, Paul, mm-hmm. you've been listening to this dream. You've been taking it in. Mm-hmm. You're about as good a dream interpreter as I know. What do you got? So, not knowing <clears throat> your combination, mm-hmm. not knowing the location of your locker, not sure of to where to get the tools that you need, right? Right. So, we're just, so it's a lost thing. And then... Getting to and then and then getting anything like oh I gotta get my books for the next class but I can't get them oh I'll wait and see what everybody else does and that will tell me oh, like yeah. it's like a career thing like if I see what other people are doing I'll figure out what my job is or where okay, I want to okay. take my life mm. oh my life should be a few pegs down from this person or up this way from this person and then <clears throat> hmm. uh, what was that final part. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he uh, he finally gets it open, and then he tells himself, "I should write this down." Yeah. Or put it in my phone, but he doesn't do it. Yeah. Because he's still non-committal, even when he gets the tools, even when he knows the location, he still doesn't want to commit to uh, a life path. Ah. He's still he's still hungry for meaning or a job or a direction to take his life. And doesn't want to put down in writing something. He doesn't want to get committed to something that he might regret. See, if this doesn't tell you all psychics are bullshit, I don't know what. Yeah. Does. But staying non-committal is itself a choice. So there you go. I have I have a little different uh, Jacob, take. Go on. ahead. Go ahead. Interpret this <clears throat> dream, Jacob. Go ahead. Uh, I don't think it's actually a dream. I think that you are time traveling uh, back to uh, high school. Ah. So I would be very careful in these quote-unquote dreams that you're having. <laughs> not to change anything that will affect your future. Mind the butterflies. Yeah. Watch out for the butterflies. That's all, all of there is. Don't kill Hitler. Yeah. Mm. Whatever you do, don't uh, kill Hitler. My interpretation say, of this Matt? dream is that he is gay. He's just gay. <laughs> okay. It's got to come to grips with it. 
So the locker is you like his own your last butt. girl. Yeah, the locker is the butt. The combination the, uh, is the lube. Yeah. So you and, forgot uh, the lube. And the combination is the will to do it. Comblube nation. Yeah. Yep. It's always complicated. Not ever going through with gay sex when that's all he wants. So basically, oh. he's forgotten where his own butt is. Yeah. That's find your butt, do. dude. Yeah. I've lost my butt several times. <laughs> you can find it's your butt. It's always in the last place you look. You can find your butt. And you take my butt higher. We got one here from Fran the F Scoop. Hello, you fabulous fuckers. I'm writing from my beautiful hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pittsburgh, go so, Steelers. So sorry. I know it's not a. I know it's not as glamorous as say uh, Louisville. Permanis. <laughs> it's true. No, I. I don't believe me. I got no love for Louisville, yo. Ah. That. That fucking town smells like a dog food factory. Oh, I ran to Matt King at uh, name dropping. Yeah. I ran to Matt King at the Piff event. We were chatting, and. Uh, I was trying to tell... There's two Kentucky guys we were talking to, and nobody knows we're Lebanon, Kentucky. Nah. Couldn't, I was trying to get them to relate. Lebanon is 20 miles away from Springfield. Oh, geez. Which is nothing either. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Le- Lebanon is B, the F, to the E. Yeah. I, I mean, seriously. I was about to say, I know where Springfield is, but no, it's, it's Missouri that I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, we're in the sticks. It's Lebanon... We were so far away from everything, and we were outside How far of, away is it? We were outside of town. Yeah. You're outside of Lebanon? Yeah, we were not. We didn't live in Lebanon proper. We yeah. lived in the outskirts. It was... Oh, uh, I grew up in the fucking country. With your barefoot neighbor riding motorcycles at 11 Dude, years old. Dude, DL was not playing around. <laughs> he was yeah. not playing around. He ran, ran over frogs and dug ditches with his motor motorcycle and... We had dumb shit. We dumb shit. <laughs> smashing worms with rocks. And... I've interpreted your memories, Paul, and you're gay. Okay. You're a time traveler. Nothing surprises me. You're either. a time traveler. I'm a gay time traveler. Gay time traveler. <laughs> he goes That's back in most... time and That's... tells people their outfits are terrible. <laughs> That looks bad now, and it's going to look even worse in two years. Gay time traveler! It's canceled, guys. After the pilot episode aired, it's canceled. <laughs> oh, the pilot episode was only four minutes long. That wasn't, that wasn't even the full episode. Yeah, that, was, that was just to the I've first commercial break. I've watched enough. <laughs> Come on. Gay people are, do more than tell people about their outfits, guys. Well, not gay time traveler. <laughs> That's all he does. We're hitting the wrong demographic here. Uh, so we have an amazing tech industry in Pittsburgh, as well as a, vi- a vibrant arts community. Prove it. I myself <laughs> am a software developer here, and a comics nerd, and my wife nice. is a working artist. Nice. And parking is cheap. Good. Oh, I love a good parking story. Yeah, yeah our parking is slowly not becoming yeah, free. Yeah, getting more and more expensive. Yeah. Oh, scary. I assume what he means by working artist is that she's an artist, and then she has a day job. <laughs> She works as a waitress and is an artist. Yeah, maybe she's actually working artist. That's great. Uh, however, the story I'm writing in with is maybe not the best representation of my town. It's a bit of an Italian air show. Uh, your show about strip clubs got me thinking about it. Uh, this is the story of my bachelor party. The show. My brother, the best man, decided to get girls and a motel room instead of going to a club. No! Oh, I hate that move so much. 
It's a popular thing here in Vegas. You can have strippers come to, to strip in your room. Yeah. And all the guys hang around like, it's like there's, first of all, okay, everyone's hanging around like either one or two hotel beds. Right. Right. And you can try to maybe like smush that across the room somewhere or something. Sure. And there's nowhere for anyone to sit. So then you have like a bunch of people standing around. It's really weird. And then you try to make you know, either a bar out of your bathtub or you make a bar out of the side or whatever. It's just, it's just a bad idea. It's just, oh. <laughs> if only if only there was somewhere that you could go where there were strippers. Right. And you know where at strip clubs, <clears throat> there's dim lighting and like other people that talk to the bar. Like there's ways to divert. And when you're in the room, you have nothing but a bright lit room. Yeah. There's a reason strip clubs exist. Yeah, and there's a reason why they have the lighting the they have. They're the way they are, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just everyone looks terrible naked with the brightest lights brought up, you know? Like you just see right. veins and shit. <laughs> oh. If you see veins and shit, run. Yeah, yeah. veins and shit on your bed. <laughs> Veiny shit. <laughs> that's the worst. Well, just... No, on the bed. If you, oh, she just took bed. a shit on your bed. She came oh. over to strip and she's oh, shit she shit on your bed. Oh, she sits down and leaves a... Tr- a yeah, t- a, a turkey You track. boys want to get freaky? Yes. Oh, no. Oh, God. I'm out. Oh, God. I'm out. Oh, Turds and leaves. Oh. Pull, <laughs> Turn and run. You guys want to get crazy? Pull down them bed sheets. <laughs> now, oh, now no. good night. Good night. Have a good night. Shower Sleep. me with dollars, motherfuckers. Pour them dollars on my poopy butt. <laughs> In fairness, she delivered what she promised. Uh, I take a poop so that when you do that, make it rain, it sticks to my booty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a greasy old booty full of greasy poops. Now I can stick all the dollars on it. Waka, 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 waka. Shake my greasy butt full of poops with dollars all over it. I'm wiping my poopy butt with your dollars. Woo! <laughs> I made this dirty, dirty money. And I'm flushing it down the toilet. I don't even need your money. I'm an artist. I do it for the love. I'm a working artist. Let's get that carpet ready for some poop. <laughs> Hey, let's get this TV ready for some poop. This greasy butt wants some poop on this TV. Greasy butt. I don't know why I have all the details that we're saying right now, and they're all disgusting. You saying greasy butt is one thing. You go like, oh, we can't. We can't do that. We can't be saying that. <laughs> My greasy, greasy fanny. Hey, y'all, check it out, check it out. Hey, we got an iPad. I'm going to push my greasy butt up against it and leave you a grease butt print. And then oh, no. one guy out of the whole bachelor party is like, this was the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. There's so always one. Can I Can I please have your personal number? <laughs> What's your real lunch stripper name? Gre- Velvet. Greasy butt. <laughs> greasy butt, don't don't toy with me. If, it, <laughs> if your name really is greasy butt, because I'm about to write love letters that will put tears in the eyes of the ancient Greeks. <laughs> and while I can make things rhyme with greasy butt, I would prefer to know your actual name. I'm telling you right now, when I came out to box, my name was greasy butt. My doctor's name was greasy butt. My doctor tried to spank me. Hand slid right off. Broke his hand against the Broke wall. Broke his hand against the wall from the slip and slide action of my greasy butt. I've been greasy butt since day zero. My name is Greasy Butt. Stripper to the stars. But it's spelled with an I. It's spelled G R I C I. G R I C I. B O with an umlaut. T T. Greasy Butt. Excellent use of the umlaut. Yeah. So have fun with your have fun with your letters. My dad was in the army. We lived in Germany for a while. <laughs> Nobody knew my name was crazy. 
<laughs> until we move back to the states. <laughs> All right. So what happens? We had booze plenty, and we were having fun. They had dumb games like sitting a guy down and hiding dollar bills on him that the girls would fish for. That sort of thing. Oh, that's fun. Uh, but the management of this crappy hotel that we were at uh, kept telling us to keep it down. We tried, but hey, it's it's a bachelor party at a shitty motel. Yep. Um, I just wanted to uh, insert at this point. Uh, commas are different than periods. Uh, they are so. used, they're used for different knows things. That. They're used for different things. <laughs> Once a month, you get the special show, the comma show. <laughs> <laughs> no, Greasy, but it's different. Uh, oh, I, never I mind can't then. go never swimming mind. today. I'm on my comma. <laughs> On my small paws. Uh, I had the toughest comma this month. Whew. I'm getting visited by my aunt comma. <laughs> the crash. Eventually, two girls broke out a double-ended dildo. Oh! But I never got to see it in use because that's when the police showed up. Uh-oh! Freeze frame. Ten drunk-as-hell dudes, two completely naked girls, one holding a massive black mamba, and two police at the door telling us that we had to get out now. Oh. We had planned on staying at the motel and weren't really in any condition to be driving, but the cops were forgiving and let us go. Everybody scattered. Now the fire. We had invited two of my brother's friends. By the way, I think the strippers called the cops. Yeah. They break out the dildo and they the just hope fire. the cops come before they actually have to do it. The fire? He's yes, doing... we had we had the we had the, the show, we had the crash, now we've got the fire. This is Italian oh. jet, this is a uh, Italian air show. Okay. Uh, we had invited two of my brother's friends. One got lost and had to be rescued from one of the worst parts of town at like three AM after oh. a long series of phone calls. The other spent the night on my dad's porch weeping about what a disappointment he was to his family. For some reason, my future father-in-law was invited. No! You invited your future father-in-law to your bachelor party? What? And he was in the room for a double dildo show? What? How do you expect to spend Thanksgiving with a straight face? He was so disgusted by the whole thing that he did not talk to me for months. Do you think this is the guy's going to marry my daughter? Why would you do that? Oh, no. Who did that to you? My brother-in-law carried uh, the uh, one-gallon jug of bourbon to the motel parking lot and proceeded to chug from it while leaning against his car in full view of the police. When my dad told him, or when yeah, when my dad told him to knock it off, he told him to go fuck himself. So his dad was there too. Yep. It's a family affair. Uh, he got a DUI later that night that wound up sending him to prison. Paul, oh. who would you rather watch two girls work a double-headed dildo with, your father or your father-in-law? Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, father-in-law is not blood relative, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, same question. Um... That's impossible. I would just let them watch it together. <laughs> I would just leave the room and let them watch it. <laughs> oh man, I'm a father-in-law. I think. Yeah. I don't think right. I can't. You I can't don't. Possibly, I can't possibly right, watch that with my dad. No. No. Even the thought my dad might just listen to this makes me uncomfortable. Ah. Uh, between my brother and I, we spent the night on the phone with his friends and my future wife and sister-in-law, trying to figure out where everyone was. Jail or lost somewhere is the answer. Almost 10 years later, 
My lady and I are still together, and I love her dearly. Wow. I, I assume your father-in-law still does not speak to you. Yeah, and I'm curious if she knows your, if your wife knows the whole damn story or not. Yeah, well, she well, does she now. I guess she probably did if they were figuring it all out and people going to jail. Yeah. Stories yeah. are coming out. That's true. Oh, uh, what a travesty of a night. The rule for my bachelor party is that I would answer any question she asked honestly. Ah. She had to think about what she wanted to ask. And then my friend ruined that by coming and just telling her all these terrible details without her asking. No. When he was staying at her house the next day. Mm. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Stupid friends. I hate friends. That's why I don't have any. How many of us have them? Oh, no. Sorry. That noise was me dropping Captain America. Friends. What a travesty of a night. When it came time for my brother's bachelor party, uh, we got a limo and went to a club so as not to repeat the experience. Right. Yeah. Because there are strip clubs. That serve booze. And they're, know, and they're good at throwing parties. And you get just as drunk off of four drinks as you do off of a gallon of booze. Yeah. <laughs> and you pay just as much for that gallon of booze as you did for the four drinks at the trip club. Hope you enjoy the story. And if you're ever in the Berg, look me up. Uh, love you guys and fucking you in your Pramani uh, smeared faces. Yeah. <laughs> That's the F scoop. I wouldn't mind scoop. a scoop fest in Pittsburgh, to be honest with you. Oh, I could get that going. Love, 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 love some Peaberg action. Want to mm-hmm. get back there? Love yeah. My wife loves it too. Um, you know, I, I, I just said that about friends, and uh, it made it reminded me. A lot of people have said, uh, with the Donald Trump uh, being recorded thing, yes, that he was not aware he was being recorded, right? And uh, he would have been speaking differently if he had known he were being recorded. Sure, I believe that. Sure. I, uh, yeah, yeah. My response to that, as an audio technician, mm-hmm. is if you're wearing a fucking microphone, mm-hmm. you're being recorded. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I'll tell you who knows when they're mic'd is Penn and Teller. Sure. There's been many times I've been talking to them, and I forget that they're mic'd, and we're just talking openly or whatever, and Penn will just... Sh- Put his hand up and give me a death look and then point to his microphone. Oh, yeah. And let me know what's going on. We're, we're trying to get handle things around the TV show. Yeah. So I, I'm dumb enough to do exactly what Donald Trump did. I'm certainly dumb enough to do what Billy Bush did. <clears throat> yeah. Just, if just I'm a, if I'm go inter- along with the conversation. An entertainment reporter's job is to egg on whoever the hell is yes. talking. Open the floodgates. You want to get as much comfort oh, I've got no problem possible. with Billy Bush at all in this I situation. I don't even think he should be suspended. He's doing his job yeah. completely correctly. But someone was someone was saying that to me, like, oh, well, he didn't know he was being recorded, all this yeah. stuff. I said, you know what? I have this podcast, and the three of us are buddies. We're mm-hmm. friends. And when we are sitting in here just bullshitting before we start the show, the two of you are aware when I hit the record button. That is true, actually. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is very, very true. And like, Because now I have to pretend to like Paul. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When all it's I do off air is such, just curse at him and throw things at him. Yes, yes. Throw change out of my I'm glove compartment. Pretty unlikable when you get right down to it. <laughs> but I mean, the three of- I am the embodiment of a white BMW. <laughs> I'm a human Mercedes. white BMW. Oh, it was a Mercedes. Yeah. We just throw Mercedes. change That's at Paul. Even worse. BMW yeah, worse. has an air of, I worked to buy this. <laughs> Whereas Mercedes does not. Mercedes is like, I can, I, daddy likes Fuck me. you. <laughs> but yeah, we've been, we've had conversations in here before. Where it's the conversation stops while one of the two of you looks over at my computer screen and goes, "Shit, are you recording?" Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. Good. Oh, sure. Continue. Continue the conversation. Yeah. Uh, but that conversation is not about us grabbing vaginas. We should make that clear. Rarely is it about us grabbing vaginas. It's very. It's, there's like a one percent chance. Hardly it's about ever. It. But I mean, I've <laughs> I've said some shit 
between all my podcasts, and I mean, I've got hundreds and hundreds of hours of tape on me now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Saying crazy shit. You and I have said enough on air to never be elected president. Done. Yeah. Easily. Well, maybe. Maybe not now. The bar. The bar has lowered. Maybe. Well, that's true. Maybe now. But but yeah. But I mean, like we've I've talked cray cray. Sure. And uh, the thing that actually always makes me worry the most is the bucket show. Those oh, YouTube yeah. clips. We get filthy. We get we get some really offensive territory by mm-hmm. accident there. You, a live improv show versus a live talk show. You paint yourself into some corners. And if you're being true to the form, you yeah. just you jump into that you fire. Just, you just go right through. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You just you just. And sometimes you come out shiny, and sometimes you burn. Right. Mm-hmm. So I definitely worry about that. Yeah, yeah. I ain't worried anymore. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not running I know for president. You, I know what you mean. Yeah, but, but yeah, but. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think we've talked about this before, but uh, now that your now that your son is lying to you, yeah, now that he's just a, a, a straight up lying little bastard, yeah. Uh, have you put any more thought into your children hearing these episodes and, and seeing uh, bucket shows later on in life? All the time. Yeah, I don't think they'll look at bucket shows, but they could for a while. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, they could. I, I mean, the thing is that, like, uh, uh, hopefully by the time it could haunt me, right? I'm making a living somewhat doing it, right? So at least it would make sense. That's the plan. Like when uh, Penn tells a story about how his daughter corrected him for cursing in the car, and he said, "In this car, Daddy can do whatever he wants because Daddy paid for this car by cursing." There you go. So um, he he he. Uh, I like that story. But uh, that's a good way to, what is the, the way day that Daddy it. stops cursing? Yeah, that, that's the day that uh, that Moxie goes to public school. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, but I do think about that. I would rather him watch bucket shows than ha- have him invite me to his bachelor party where I would have to watch two <laughs> girls get worked by a double-headed oh dildo. I didn't even think about putting it in that direction. Yeah. But man, would I not want to watch that with my son? Uh, Keeler, if you're thinking about inviting me to your bachelor party, if, if older Keeler I'm speaking yeah. to right now, uh, if you're thinking about inviting me to your bachelor party to watch uh, two women go at it with a double-headed dildo, uh, I'm in. He's a, uh, Do you know on. how old no. we'd be at his bachelor party? <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll be a, a young, vibrant, like 27. True, with you'll a, be all you'll the be Botox fine. Jacobs doing. Yeah, yeah. With all the Botox. You well, maybe they'll have that regeneration pill by then that's yeah, true yeah yeah we're getting there we're getting how how far off are we till the uh singularity oh uh well we're 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 supposedly going to ray Kurzweil probably at this point like 45 years away from being able to live forever still 45 years off yeah we're still 45 we're too off. far off from we're me. pushing we're done my kids yeah. might live forever yeah yeah i'll live forever um and but i was thinking of that is that like you'll end up being hip for looking older at that point I mean, like, whatever makes you look differently. It's true. Well, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like we're never going to all become just like the straight kind of youthful looking, similar looking people. So, like, once we don't age, then style and Won't that be tattoos and all this other stuff will become What's much more What's the age important. when you oh, stop yeah. aging? Yeah. What's the cool age to stop aging? And then some people might choose different ages. Sure. Eternal kids? Yeah. Right yeah, around. You have, you have like, the ones that yeah, are like. You want to start at like 17. That'd be the how, biggest mistake ever. And how upset right. they would be. Yeah, like sometimes, like 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 after after they're like fifty years of being a ten year old, being like, "Damn it, I really should have let myself age more." Yeah, or then do you think? And he, would you get smarter still? Would your brain still develop other yeah. parts you wouldn't? Or if you're seventeen, would your hormones stay at the same level? So no matter how smart you got, oh, you still be still, still like the dumbest fucking fuck fuck just fuck everything up. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be crazy? 
like oh, you're horrible. Bo- you constantly got zits to deal with. And dramatic, and like you'd be so dramatic. Everything's to try to the date. worst. New weird pube action. <laughs> what age would you have popped the pill to live forever? Seventeen, actually. Seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen. Yeah, I think I would. Well, <laughs> because because what year was that? 1992. Goddamn right. Yeah. The best year ever. The best year ever. I would just, any, but popping but, a pill would, would lock me into 1992. Yeah, I know, make, I know. Yeah. So, uh, let me think about it. You know what? 30. I was going to say, like, I think, I think I'd be, I think I would probably have pulled the trigger at like 22. But that would have been a mistake. Anyway, okay. Oh, no, I got age now. I'm more. 38 now. I think 32. I think I would have liked. I think I could have. I think I would have been fine all the way through. I had a lot that. of good stuff going on at 30. I'm thinking a little. I still younger. have a lot of good stuff going on now, but 30 was really good. I'm I'm thinking like 28. Yeah, just a little younger. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? And that and so that's the thing that that choice right there becomes. Where would you freeze it? Yeah, and it becomes right. like a it becomes, it becomes like almost a like a fashionable choice. Absolutely, like you, you would attract a certain type of person by choosing that you age. You would fall into a certain clique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A gang. Yeah, it's really strange. Would you be invited to old locked in parties so, or only young locked in parties? And I bet you whoever and... chooses fifty six is becomes very attractive because that mature decision, to, to the bold ass. It'd be like it'd be the same as like a uh, it'd be the same as like a neck tattoo, right? <laughs> it'd be like. Stop aging at 56. Because mm-hmm, you rolled them dice all the way to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Well, I guess we won't have to worry about it. No. My kids will. <laughs> my kids will. Uh, what else? Do we got another scoop mail there, Jacob? Oh, yeah. We can do another scoop mail here. Yeah, let's do one more, I think. Let's see here. I like it. No, yeah, good. I'm glad you like it, Jacob. Yeah. I'm glad you like talking to the old listeners. Yeah. From Smitty Scoop, many years ago, I learned a valuable uh, MRE lesson. Oh, we really struck a group. Paul, you brought up MREs on episode 279. People have a lot of strong opinions on MREs. That's why your wife's yeah. pissed. Your wife is pissed about that. She no, does not, not care for meals ready to eat. She does not care about the MRE conversation. I don't know what she got pissed about, but, but something uh, got her pissed. Uh, I think that you were going to fuck a cheeseburger, right? Is that what you Maybe. But she's uh, seen me fuck cheeseburgers. It's not really. <laughs> she knew that when she married him. Yeah, that had, I mean, I fucked a cheeseburger on our wedding night. Oh, good, man. You know. Consummate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually carried the cheeseburger across the, the doorway, right? The cheeseburger walked me down the aisle. <laughs> uh, Here come the buns and the seasoned patties and the drippy, melty American cheese. Seasoned patties would make a good name for backup. Only ketchup. Thank you very much. No garbage lettuce or pickles or onions and such. (laughs) Just meat and cheese and ketchup if you please. Now I offer you this ring down upon my knees. I, uh, you eat like a nine year old. (laughs) You do. Uh, the luckiest nine year old ever. Meat, cheese, and ketchup. Yeah, man, it's true. No less tomato, huh? Fuck no. Lettuce ruins everything. Anything except a salad. And how often do you have those? Not often. <laughs> I tell you what's fucked up. I, I go to Jack in the Box once in a while. To get a salad? Yeah, I got a salad the other day at Jack, and I go to get the Southwest salad, and they're almost always sold out. And I'm like, guys, why don't you just fucking stop making the other salads? <laughs> you know what salad sells. Uh, yeah. Everybody wants the Southwest salad. And then what they'll do... They'll tell me at the drive-thru, and they say, yeah, you 
I would like the Southwest salad, and I will. I, it's happened to me so many times. Yeah, you got this. Do you time. have the Southwest salad? You yes. know to ask. Yeah. Yes. Let me check. They'll say always. Okay. Yes, we have the Southwest Where salad. Where's Jack in the Box? Jack in the Box. Great. I'll take the Southwest salad with grilled chicken, please. Okay. Drive up to the window. Oh no. We don't have the Southwest salad. I'll give you the other salad with the Southwest dressing and uh, Frito crumbles, as it were. Right. So what's different about the Southwest salad? The Southwest salad has black beans and corn. Oh, okay. That's a big difference maker. Yeah. The house salad they give me is radishes, tomatoes, and carrots. Yeah. Not what you're looking for. Not at all. So they fuck me hard. And I have to fucking do cosmetic surgery and end up with this goddamn half cat woman giant lip freak monster of a salad. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I don't understand. Can't a guy just lose weight ordering Jack in the Box salads? No. The answer is no. I'm not driving to lose weight at this point. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. I'm going to have to get there eventually. Just not there yet. Sure. And thankfully, like, I know the diet works and I know that I can do it. If I stick to it. Yeah. Like I said, I made it 45 days. It was very effective. I just got to have a little more wherewithal the next time I go into it. Sure. Uh, but yeah, you just can't win with that Jack. No. They're not passionate about their salads. No, and, and rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. Although their Southwest salad is a tasty, tasty A treat. Jack in the Box just went out of, the, out of, their, out of business okay. uh, near me. And I've never seen a fast food place go out of business. Like huh? I was like... How the fuck does not enough people go to this Jack in the Box? There's something going on there. The, uh, yeah. the Taco Bell uh, down the street from from here. Well, Taco not Bell's a business disgusting. a while, a while they must have uh, just kept fucking stuff up. I don't understand how Taco Bell's open. No. Did you see that uh, interesting little article where they said uh, Taco Bell has secretly become one of the healthier spots if you know what to order? Oh, no. I've not seen that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, I doubt I'll believe it, but yes. I mean, uh, yeah. In comparison, I'm sure. In comparison. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's not a lot of uh, not a lot of big buns there, right? Right. So you're not getting the you're getting those carbo calories. You don't get the giant carbo loads. You can stay away from meat a lot. Yeah, and almost all of all of the big everything f- has lettuce on it. The fast food, <laughs> the fast food thing is a lot of the sauces they do on the burgers and stuff. Oh yeah. Even yes. your ketchup is probably extra loaded. Sauce, baby, look out! Yeah, the sauces will do you. Sauce will get you. The sauce will do you in. Where are we? Where are we on this? Uh, we were in a scoop mail here. Oh, good. Uh, about MREs. Oh, that's right. So every MRE used to come with a vacuum-sealed pack of crackers and a pouch of either regular cheese spread, jalapeno cheese spread, or peanut butter. Okay. So the most important thing to do was to make sure that you always ate the MRE with peanut butter first. Since the peanut butter would back you up for days, you would not have to poop in the woods unless the training exercise lasted longer than three days. Oh, my gosh. I love... Oh. Thank good. Thank you, everyone in our armed forces. Yeah, planning for yeah. constipation because I think you're a soldier. I think you're tough, so I think you're like you're meant to shit in the woods, and like I'm just the, right. the wuss. That makes me smile knowing that. Like it just sucks to shit in the woods. Period. Nobody it wants to shit in the no woods. No matter how stop. comfortable no you matter are. What's going on? You just still no. Yeah, that you purposely brick yourself up with some MRE peanut butter. I would so. Which be sounds doing delicious, that. by the way. Uh, so I have created a Paul Mattingly disaster plan. Oh, okay. Step one, the big earthquake hits. Step two, Paul eats the MRE with peanut butter. Ah. Step three, Paul waits the requisite four to seven days. Step four A, 
power is restored, and Paul is able to once again watch TV while pooping. This means access to cheeseburgers is back to normal, crisis averted, or for B, the power is still out and Paul must poop in the woods. This means access to cheeseburgers is not coming back. Time to end it. Yep. <laughs> Fucking you in the face, Smitty Scoop. Smitty, that's Thank a brilliant you, plan. Smitty. Thank I'll you, I'll have Smitty. you know that when I bought my preparation stuff. Preparation H? Two big old jars of peanut butter. Oh, that's good. Yeah, peanut butter is the best. Peanut butter is it, man. It's the staple. Yeah, when I was on the diet, crave that peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy it's hard on the diet. You can't do it. You can you only do, do a quarter. You can do like a, basically like a small spoon, which just doesn't matter. Oh, crazy. yeah. Because it's, yeah, so yeah. it's so uh, calorie rich. Yes. And your body knows it. Yeah. And your body's like, just a little bit. Well, that's it. Hummus. It's like lamb, lamb hummus, bread. Hummus, guacamole, and peanut butter have become my new... Uh, Danger zones. No, it's called my my new chicken steak and my oh, yeah. chicken steak, whatever. Like it's like good. That has become like my hunk of something, right? And then it's just like I know if I eat this hunk of something, I'm not. You're gonna be okay. Yeah, but I'm also gonna wake up tomorrow the same weight. I'm not gonna lose weight today oh, if I eat a hunk yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're not gonna gain weight eating a bunch of guacamole, but you're not gonna Which lose not gonna any lose weight doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, guacamole if done correctly. Oh, good gravy. I'm very lucky. There's the the, the store, mm-hmm. the Vons. They do a mean. They do a good guacamole, guac. right? right oh. the, the fresh nice. stuff. If you can get a fresh guac, yeah, yeah, yeah. that canned stuff. No, the Smiths—they do that garbage like Yucatan Company makes yeah. it. And it's just is like a green. It's not very paste. good. No, it's nothing. Then you got to add your own good. shit to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not right. You got to get the fresh. No, you got to get it fresh. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to do a little uh, cards against ICS? Oh wait, if we teased that, we didn't. Yeah. Do this. Okay, Let's cool. Have you, have you organized this? I have. Jacob, the fucking audio guy. What would we do without you? I'll probably have less audio. Well, that's for sure. Okay. Cool. So, so you each have you each have, you each have five uh, white cards. Yes. And These I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you a black card here. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, Graham Graham Whitaker, Aussie okay. Graham Whitaker, sent us uh, cards against IC, ICS, uh, uh, a card game here. These will be available to print soon for yourselves to bring to Scoop Fest or other yes. Scoop events. Is he going to make these available? Uh, that's what he said. Yeah, he, 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 put said he, gonna, he's yeah. he put the PDF up. Yeah. Put the PDF. Fuck, man, this is amazing. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll start with Paul. Uh, Paul, what do you take home from the sweat house? Okay, Paul has five cards in his hand, and he's searching for the what he thinks is the funniest answer to what do you take home from the sweat house? Should we both put an answer in? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You both put one in. We both put one in, and, and then Jacob doesn't look at Adam, and okay. Jacob votes for which one he likes better. Okay, hold on. Uh, what do you bring home from the sweat house? Mm-hmm. And turn it, give it to him face down so he doesn't see it. And then Jacob picks which one he likes better. Okay. I so really hope that one up. of these is just AIDS. Yeah, shuffle those up. Let's see here. I'll do the shuffling of the two cards. Yep. I do not know which is which. So, so what read you bring the whole home, thing. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so what do you take home from the sweat house? Ace Munn's pencil case mm-hmm. or Ninja's favorite hump toy? <laughs> oh. Got to go with Ninja's favorite hump toy. That was Paul. Paul, mm-hmm. one point for Paul. Yeah, All right. I'm on the board, baby. Card number two. Okay. I love to keister blank. I love to keister blank. All right, I've got them. Shuffling them up. I don't know which is which. So I love to keister the secret. Ah. Or I love to keister Spadoni's magic fingers. (laughs) Oh, I got to go Spadoni's magic fingers on this one. Yes, that was mine. Mm -hmm. Points. Paul and I are tied one to one. Yep. What is the last thing to do before going to the sweat house? 
check to see if it's open. That's what I would do. Yeah. Got one there. Got one there. <laughs> Shuffling them up. So what is the last thing to do before going to the sweat house, parking downtown, and the famous Paul's sweet tea? Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to go with the famous Paul's sweet tea. Yeah. Oh, damn it. That was a tough one to, that was the phrasing of that one was tough. tough That was, that was. Phrasing that was tough. Uh, What do you stroke while listening to ICS? What do you stroke while listening to ICS? So uh, Paul is up uh, two Two to one. Two to one. All right. So let's see. What do you stroke while listening? Can I push this to question five? Or will it be resolved right now? The sweat house is discreet rear entrance. SJ Stalkers. Got to go SJ Stalkers. Oh, I lose. Oh, no. I lose. You can ask for one more, though. We have one card well, left. Now, technically, if we were playing this the right way, we'd be drawing more cards. So we oh, have as more we options yeah, yeah. as we go along. Oh, you're right. So we were we were playing handicap. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you're that's playing, cool. You're playing the expert edition. <laughs> yeah, we played it to the bone. Yeah. yeah. And the best <laughs> comedy podcast award goes to... Oh, let's see here. The best comedy podcast award goes to Ryer's Scootmobile, the Churn's Glory Hole. Oh, uh, nobody's supposed to know about the Churn's Glory Hole, so got to go with Ryer's Scootmobile. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, everyone knows about the Churn's Glory Hole, but no one's supposed no. to. Okay. Yeah. Thanks to thanks to Graham. I love. Damn this. it! I'm dying. I think it's just funny. I mean, it's I I can't believe that we've made enough nonsense that there's a that there's a deck of these a cards. large like not a not a small one either and no. it's very well done graham Kudos, graham good sir. job it's fucking fantastic yeah that's the coolest thing ever so i'll just i'll just leave those on the desk there and we can uh we can pull those out from time to time i gotta tell you just just that deck and the dickorama makes me proud to be who i am as yeah. a person honestly like sunday night we had a great show at the 50 shades yeah feeling really good mm-hmm. coming off be a nice that. change but well, the the week was rough up until then. We had some ups and downs. But this show helps me get through that shit in yeah. a big way. Knowing that I have this and Bucket Show and all that kind of stuff, even if a show doesn't go great, I'm like, it's all good. Yeah. We got the we got the scoops, baby. It's true. It makes a huge difference. You guys you guys make a huge difference. Uh, Fuck you all. And now <laughs> Let's make, that, was, that was nice, Paul. Let's well, make Paul I feel. Let's take Paul down a peg as I defeat him in Jock versus Nerd. We'll see. Oh, oh here's, all lost. here's your fucking peg. We all nerd. lost. Run. Oh, yeah. oh. Put I that in your peg and just smoke it. Covered in her now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this came to us uh, November of 2015 from Conan O'Brien. Oh wow! I didn't know he was a scoop. Yeah. Cone in O'Brien. This That's is a vintage Jock versus Nerd here. Oh, funny. here's a note, by the way. Some of you have been sneaking in Jock versus Nerds at the bottom of your scoop mails. That's okay. Just put Jock versus Nerd in the title of the scoop. Yeah, mail. put it in the subject. If you don't put it in the subject, we might not know it's there. And then once organizationally, it just fucks us up. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, always if you have a Jock versus Nerd in your scoop mail, put Jock versus Nerd in the title line. 
And also, it's not always me that sees the scoop mail first. Yeah, yeah. I, I sometimes see the scoop mail first. Matt sometimes sees the scoop mail first. So uh, throw it throw it in there. Otherwise, Matt might see the Jack versus Nerd. Yeah, it's like stumbling into like your Christmas present hiding spot or something. It's yeah, like, it, feel, it feels dirty. Yeah, I do my best to look away, but then I have to like navigate it and highlight it in a way that only Jacob can read it again. So it's, right. it's dicey. Uh, hello, oh almighty owners of the world's most promiscuous faces. I don't have anything particularly exciting to say, so fuck it. Here's some Jock versus Nerd. Yeah! Jock time. Paul. Yes. There are two professional-level women's hockey leagues in North America. The NWHL and the CWHL. What's the C stand for, Paul? Canadian. Fine. Is Uh, it? I don't know. It's got to be. Great. Uh, Combined, these leagues have a total roster of nine teams. I'll give you the cities. You give me the team names. Here they are, split by league. The CWHL, uh, Montreal. The Montreal Bashers. That would be the Canadiens. Oh. Uh, the Toronto. Skip to Malouz. Correct. The Calgary. Winged Dubs. Yep. The Boston. Boston Icers. And the Brampton. Lady Skates. Nailed them. You get all but the first one. Also, it's the Toronto Furies, the Calgary Inferno, the Boston Blades, and the Brampton Thunder. And here's the NWHL. Uh-huh. The New York... Oh, Lady Rangers? Yes. Is it? No. Ah! The Buffalo... Lady Bills? Yep. The Connecticut... Girl Hockey Players? Yep. And the Boston... Cream Pie Dreams? Yes. Also, it's the New York Riveters, the Buffalo Buttes, the Connecticut Whale, just singular whale. The whale. Huh. And the Boston Pride. Yep, you read that right. Boston has a team in each league, and it's weird. Huh. Huh. So Boston has a team in both female hockey leagues. Uh, They love their hockey in Boston. Apparently. Enough to have two teams in two different leagues that I've never heard of. Kudos. Nerd question for you, Matt. Yes. The 1978 movie Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is a really great, dumb, and somehow brilliant cult classic. And like many cult classics of its time, it spawned a few terrible sequels. Three, in fact. What were the names of those sequels? Okay. Uh, There's no multiple choice here? There is not. Uh, I gotta tell you, I really like the third one a lot. say, uh, say, Say the title again. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the Killer Green Tomatoes. Okay. Attack of the uh, Killer Fried Green Tomatoes. Good. Attack of the uh, Seedless Grapes. Yes. And Attack of the Seedy Gorillas. Nailed them. Out of the park. You didn't need multiple choice. (laughs) I also would have accepted Return of the Killer Tomatoes, Killer Tomatoes Strike Back, and Killer Tomatoes Eat France. <laughs> Eat France. Eat France. That's great. Uh, that's all. I hope you didn't hate these questions. We did not. And if you did, well, I'll only find out about it in nine months uh, when, if you ever read this email. So who cares? Uh, it was longer than nine months. It was longer than nine months, yeah. actually. It was almost two. It's like double that. Fucking you into faces until they turn to ketchup. And that's Conan O'Brien. Thanks, Conan O'Brien. I, I just it. got the scoop name. Oh. oh, so good. So good. Hey, our scoop registry in the Hall of Fame is back up. Good. Uh, Hojack's been helping us out there. Repairs. So, yeah. So, uh, our, our website's back in the full swing of things. Internet functionality. And we <clears> should <throat> have a scoop fest page up there as soon as I consolidate and get all the information to Hojack. Yes. 
Um, all right. Uh, what else? Oh, I'm looking for someone. Does someone know how to do this fucking put this goddamn subtitles on Facebook videos? So it turns out 85% of Facebook video watching is done with the sound off. And I know because I am one of those people. Yeah, I, I am too. I read a lot of subtitle reading on videos. And so before we start really pushing our, uh, like our sexy or fuck a duck video to new people and stuff, we right. need to subtitle it. And it seems like it should be simple. And yet I tried all last night and I couldn't figure it out. Huh. Um, yeah, I do that all the time. So shout out if everybody knows how to do that well and with alacrity. Yes. Please do contact us. Speed and quality. Mm-hmm. Get to us. Um, and it will be in our next ad. And we'll pay. I mean, not a lot. Because sure. we don't have a lot. Nope. But uh, we'll pay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Oh, you're going to pay. Oh, we're going to pay. You'll pay. We're going to pay in sweat house rear entry caressings. Whoa. Um, all right. We got to thank people, Paul. Yeah. We sure do. Um, what should we do here in the style of what? Uh, what do we talk about today? Um, well, let's do it in the style of star players for the female hockey teams. Okay. All right. Welcome Teddy and a Teddy Franowitz onto the rink, ladies and gentlemen. Matthew No Frills Hawk. Uh, Jeff Two Bras Hunt. Melanie High Stick Hornbrook. Hornybrook. Uh, Greg uh, Niffer Jenkowitz. Michael Puck U. Ellsroth. Howard, how do you like my Jack Jackson? Michael Hattrick Juliano. Uh, Jacob, I don't give a puck L. Dinkelicker. Parfait Hate Machine Buzzer Beater. Jeremy, can't wait for the Hudson to freeze so I can play hockey on it. Peter Penalty Box Hines. Joe Kuntz Kuntz. Rebecca Knocked Out Teeth Gardener. John Baby Yogurt Yogurst. Rich Skate for Your Life Johnson. Kevin Hianson Johnson. Rob Zamboni Geiger. Kurt I Can't Get Hurt Hendrickson. Sean Goldline Katz. Leon Don't Be Peeing on Kasab. It'll melt the ice. St. <laughs> John John Face Mask. Matt Wacky Glow Glowacky. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Jeffrey Harris, Jennifer Grayson, Jim Johnson. Turn the page. Uh, Joshua Elo, Kate Keller, Kate Kelly, Kevin Caller, Kyle Hogan, Liz Gorman, Matthew Handley, Michael Jones, Nicholas Hall, Nick Farr, Paul Humkow, Richard Fastnaught, Richard Hill, Rose Ford, Stephen Landon, Tapio Hansen, and Toby Haldeman. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. And hey, if you want to support us on Patreon.com, help this, uh, keep the show going and advertising, expanding its listeners and paying its bills, uh, as well as giving you access to bonus content, go to Patreon.com slash HeyScoops. There you can be thanked on air uh, like you just heard here. You can also get access to uh, stickers, our ringtone bank. Uh, and of course, only for a couple more months because we have to ship these in time for the holidays. We have the Ice Cream Social Activity Book being designed by, uh, by Ace Munns, as well as Spend a Year with Ice Cream Social, where Ryer Apple Dorm of uh, Photoshop, you or whoever you want to get this for, into spending a year with uh, Jacob, uh, Paul, and I uh, throughout all of uh, 2017. Poorly photoshopped, amusing calendar. That's can't, you can't beat it. Can't beat it. Ryer at his best. 
And then, of course, that comes with a, a thank you, a personal thank you video uh, from us that we make just for you. Also, the new surprise, uh, the new surprise went on there for a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars a month. Matt will go to the dentist every day and get a root canal. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, I, I would do that for the show. Only for a hundred dollars a month. It's pretty good. I would do that. Pretty good deal. I would do that. Have I ever oh, told man. you about the time that uh, SJ got her wisdom teeth taken out, and no. I sat there while she got it taken out? No. Why would you do that? Uh, because they. We we had terrible insurance at the time, uh-huh. and uh, they would not knock her out. They couldn't they couldn't knock her out on the insurance that we had. They were severely impacted. Oh, uh, so they used they had like numbing stuff that they were injecting into her gums, but it wasn't really working. So I no. sat there and just held her hand while the uh, dentist basically just took a chisel to her mouth. Yeah, yeah. Oh! and just like the the sounds. You would actually vomit. I, I believe. I believe oh. that Matt Donnelly would actually vomit if I you heard sounds. I would too. Yeah. No. Because it was like this scraping and like the the prying sounds and everything. No. Yeah. Ugh. Didn't bother me. No. I'm not, I'm not bothered by that stuff. I am. I was bothered by my wife being in pain. Being yeah, in yeah, severe that's pain. Tough. That's very yeah. tough. But I was not bothered by the the blood and the and the sounds. I've been around for my wife trying to give birth twice. So there you go. Yeah. I'm not trying, by the way. <laughs> Successfully. I, I, I have two children. <laughs> I don't know why I said trying to give birth. <laughs> she tried successfully to give birth. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what else? Oh, so yeah. Scoop Fest, November 11th, 12th, 13th. Come on out. We got uh, shows Friday night, live recording Saturday day, Fifty Shades Saturday night, live Penn Sunday School with parking lot party Sunday day, show creators, followed by... Uh, 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 Penn and Teller Penn and Teller Sunday night and of course after parties that night uh, at the uh, Fifty Shades showroom and then uh, at Golden Tiki yes so come get out to That's Vegas just, awesome. just make it out here find a place to stay Airbnb that shit or something yeah uh, and, if you need uh, a place you can stay with Paul that's yeah, true not true oh, okay that's not true just heard that's not true Jacob false oh, I'm now hearing it's that not is true. false uh, send I'm, in, I'm, I'm, it's just in send, in send in photos all of our first names at mattandmanny.com if you have a submission for the Dickorama yes let me get that right up on the website all pictures are posted anonymously uh, and remember if you just want to send in dick pics paul at mattandmanny.com prizes galore prizes galore what else uh, I think that's it right I think so I'm forgetting something probably to say something. thanks to all the peoples that makes the things happens Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, we haven't thanked Sarah in a while. Oh, thank you, Sarah. It's been too long. Yeah, thank you, Audio Mafia, Visual Mafia, Data Mafia, all the people involved with Social Media Mafia, uh, doing a fantastic job keeping the conversation going. That's a good place for other other people to meet their uh, scoops. If you want to go on the Reddit page specifically, there's a great conversation about MREs from people of different decades eating meals oh. from different decades that don't Videos necessarily match. that will blow your mind. Yeah. So uh, check that out as well. Um, Make sure to head over to heyscoops.com. Send us some scoop mail. Send us a Jack versus Nerd. Send us both. Just label it. Take it away, David. That's Jack. We'll see you soon. Watching people eat decades-old preserved food. If I wasn't hungry before, I am now. Mouth archaeology. Mouthology. Mouth archaeology. Speaking of mouth archaeology, them drums though. I'm in. 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 I'm in.
Mark Trimble would like a limerick about the Martian dedicated to sweet Maddie D for finally seeing some of my handiwork, albeit just on a Panasonic uh, touchscreen on a plane. Oh, nice. I didn't know Mark Trimble worked on that. I didn't know that either. That's good, great. Good job, Mark Trimble. It's a really good movie. Yeah. What is this, a limerick? A limerick about the Martian. Okay. We have talented scoops. Yeah, we really do. We do. Uh, I want to say physically fit. I don't like it here on Mars one bit. Uh, but it's time for me to go while I grow my own potato fueled by the power of my own shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt, do you know a scoop named Michael Giuliano? Uh, of course I do. Well, he would like you to do a limerick specifically about how I'm going to bang his wife at Scoop Fest while he, dressed as Batman, watches from the closet. And this is dedicated to the lovely Sarah. Uh, this uh, this was a, a Twitter exchange that snowballed quickly. <laughs> I see that. Uh, but I'm a man of my word. <laughs> it sure did snowball. Uh, I'm uncomfortable. I need an adult. Uh, boy... Boy, have you just struck a strange amount of luck. You'll know it in your soul as you go from my wife's hole and discover that she has not one to fuck. I'm more uncomfortable. My wife's a Barbie doll. Yes. I've been married to a, to a real doll. Michael Calder would like a limerick <clears throat> about the meaningless of life dedicated to the San Diego Chargers for fourth quarter leads. <laughs> Yeah, the San Diego Chargers gave those Saints the first win. Oh, my God. The Chargers, it's so heartbreaking. I can't think of anything more torturous than being a Chargers fan this oh, year. The, the way they've lost games is unbelievable. Yeah. They could easily be 4-1. Yeah. In the end, you'll all be destroyed. But please, try not to be annoyed. Football comes and goes. But deep down, we all knows the real end zone is an empty void. <laughs> and gambling man Steve Marinelli would like a limerick about what lame duck Obama will do if Trump gets elected this is going out to Joe Biden this election has Obama thinking about how much it would be stinking but if it went down he wouldn't frown he'd masturbate to Joe Biden dressed like a chicken <laughs> Good. okay what is that what he do? Yeah, he just Joe Biden up like a chicken. He said and lame it. duck, not lame chicken. Oh, oh whatever. <laughs> right, let me start over again. What rhymes with duck? Obama don't <laughs> give a shit. Uh, <laughs> it's time for a little triple threat. Oh, shucky ducky. <laughs> quack, quack. Here we go. Justine Cannon. <laughs> I would like a triple threat <laughs> about Muppets. Uh, this is a shout out to uh, Martin uh, Voodoo Chili. Yeah, man, nice work with them Muppet heads. Oh, Martin's doing a great job. He's coming up with some really good. I loved his interpretation of uh, S.J. and Jacob's Feral Child. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Feral Child as well. Feral Child, he's good stuff. He's going. He'll come back. He'll be back one day. I bet he'll be back around Halloween. Yeah, yeah, be a yeah. Good time for Feral Child to come back. <laughs> also, it's good that we have like new new characters that aren't uh, copywritten characters again. Yeah, I like that too. All right, this is 185 Muppets. Yep. 185 Muppets walking to a bar. Bartender says, we don't serve 185 Muppets here. 185 Muppets like, why? And like, because you can't fool me. It's some, of, some of you with your hand up their asses are underage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Get out of here. Scram. 
I like my women like I like my Muppets with my hand all the way up their ass into their mouth. Uh, they call me the Muppet because I have a hand all the way up my up my ass and into my mouth. <laughs> Guys, it's just locker room talk. Yeah, it's, it's just, just locker, room locker room talk. Muppet Guys, locker it's room locker room talk. talk. It's fine for Muppets. Uh, other podcasts have done much worse. Oh yeah, said, much totally, worse. Totally. Have you listened uh, to the actual Muppet podcast? Every episode talks about how they put their hands up there all the way to their mouth. <laughs> You should have heard what Bill Clinton said about Muppets. Dude, Chris Cluey's takedown of Locker Room Talk. Oh, man. I love Chris Cluey so much. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Scathing. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I Want a Scoop Baby wants a triple threat with the theme of the Green Bay Packers. Dedicated to Matt, who will probably read this after my Packers demoralized his New York football giants. Demoralized is a strong word. They beat them, though. They did beat them. So the Green Bay Packers is the theme. Yes. And my ass, you want to ream. Well, that's okay on the fly. I'll always rely on Eli throwing it to the other team. That was supposed to be a triple threat, but you got a limerick. Oh, you're right. I did Bonus. I want a scoop, baby. <laughs> Losing your mind. Oh, man. I'm tired. Yeah. We all are. Yeah. You've had, you had a rough week. It's been crazy. It's just starting. You're right uh, the sickies. Huh? It's, it's just starting. It's just begun. Um, 185 Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Walk uh, into the bar bar and says, we don't serve Green Bay Packers here. And they're like, oh, shit, that's just cheesy. Oh, yeah. I like my women like I like my Green Bay Packers. They give me the discount double check. Uh, <laughs> I like my women like I like Green Bay Packers fans. They own part of an NFL team. Yeah. <laughs> I do like those women. Yeah. Uh, they call me the Green Bay Packer because uh, after I'm done with intercourse, the sound Lambo can be heard. <laughs> they call me the Green Bay Packer because uh, <coughs> during sex, I'm a real fart star. Uh, Parfait Hate Machine would like a triple threat about Paul's balls dedicated to gravity. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 185 of my balls walking to the bar. The bartender says, this is a hairy situation. Yeah. I like my women like I like Paul's balls winking at me from behind a singlet. <laughs> mm-hmm. They call me Paul's balls because no matter how tight the quarters are, I'm always hanging out. Ah! 185 of my balls walking to the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve your balls here. The balls say, we were just testing you. Yeah. Rob Geiger would like a triple threat about undead Johnny Australia <clears throat> dedicated to not Jacob. 185 undead Johnny Australias? Yep. Zombie Johnny Australia. Uh, 185 dead undead Johnny Australias walk into the bar and say, Good night, mate. They call me undead Johnny Australia because I smell like I'm back from the dead. <laughs> Uh, I like my women like I like my undead uh, Johnny Australias. They're not into dick. They're into brains. <laughs> yeah. They call me undead Johnny Australia because nobody fucking likes me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Scoop T. Jacob, like- you meant to make fun of him, but then you made fun of yourself. That joke really boomeranged on you. Oh. <laughs> I hate everybody. Scoop T would like a triple threat about a baby. This is a joke. Dedicated to my wife. A baby? A baby. A baby that was you. 185 babies walk into the bar and the bartender is completely rattled. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Uh, 
They call me the baby because I shit myself. (laughs) (laughs) And piss myself. I like my women like I like my babies. Purchased at a back alley of a a hospital in North Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) They call me the baby because if you come to my crib, you ain't getting out unless an adult helps. They call me the baby because I'm going to come out at the proms. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Gross. (laughs) Scoops of data would like a triple threat about Chinese hackers performed in offensive Asian stereotype voices. Oh, 185 Chinese hackers walking the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve Chinese hackers. Chinese hackers say, oh, you better check your website. I bet you do. Uh, it, say, uh, it say you do serve us right here. 185 hackers uh, don't walk into a Chinese bar. Bartender looks around and then suddenly all of the money and the booze and everything that the value is gone. And then he gets an email that says, wink face. <laughs> Squinty wink face. Squinty winkers. <laughs> Uh, I like my women like I like my Chinese hackers. Uh, they catfish me. <laughs> <laughs> they call me a Chinese hacker because my tiny fingers will remotely fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Pickles would like a triple threat about ducks dedicated to Snuggle Bear. Mm. 185 ducks walking to bar bar. This is we don't serve ducks here. Bar, bar, uh, ducks are like, oh, is this about my bill? I like my women like I like my ducks. No, I take that back. I just like my ducks. <laughs> yeah. I like my women like I like my ducks. I'm a real quack addict. Nah. They call me the duck because I am easily fooled by decoys. <laughs> uh, the second scoop would like a triple threat about pumpkins. Pumpkins. 185 pumpkins walk into a bar. Bar just going to serve pumpkins here. 185 pumpkins go. That's fine. This place is seedy anyway. Ooh, burn pumpkin. I like my women like I like my pumpkins. Big and round and ready to go downtown. I like my women like I like my pumpkins. Jack and my lantern. They call me the pumpkin because every time I hang out with 12-year-olds, I get smashed. Come on. That was as good as a good one. That was a good one. That was pretty, that was pretty good. Guys, give it up. I'm giving it up. I was just noticing that I missed a, uh, a not a triple threat one earlier. So uh, we're going to jump back. Oh. And uh, he says limerick or haiku. Let's go haiku. We haven't, we haven't done a haiku this episode. Okay, mm. guys. Let's bring it back for the haiku. Haiku. Reset for haiku, everyone. We're resetting back, for haiku. Back to square one. Back to square one. <laughs> Voodoo Chili uh-huh. would like a haiku. About what life was like when there was outside. <laughs> I'm sure Jacob will hate it, but Paul will squeeze every bit he can from it. Voodoo Chili misspelled every. Tell father what was, what was like when wind and food. <laughs> Please, father, tell me. He knows how I strategically made that a haiku so it could only last for so long. (laughs) Well done. Well, that's it for us this week, Scoops. We'll see you soon. Go fuck a duck. Scoop you later. Woo! Fuck 
Fuck you all. Wow, man, just doesn't stop with the You're vitriol. so aggressive, Paul. Such vitriol. Yeah. I mean, I know you're sick, but jeez. Uh, I get I get real grumpsters when I'm ill and see that. Now you know. Don't poke the bear. <laughs> see you, Scoops. <laughs>